0: Hello and welcome to Parking Thoughts. I'm Jacob and I'm glad you're here today. I'm doing a few things differently again, just recording straight on the iPad Pro today, uh, seeing how the audio is, but this time I'm also recording video. I haven't done a video episode in a while. I'm kind of trying to play with that format to make sure that this is good content for YouTube. Um, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world and uh, being able to make sure that what I have is capable of Meeting people on that medium, then, you know, is what I'm trying to do. Now, for those of you who are watching the video version, there's a clock behind me. And that clock, at this time in the morning when the house is quiet, you can hear it tick. It's just this giant metal thing. I think it's a Hobby Lobby thing. Anyway, it reminds me of how time is constantly moving forward. We are fastly getting to the point where we're going to be past COVID. Now, what does that mean, right? Have we, have we really thought about that? We've, we've dealt with this, oh my goodness, we need to flatten the curve. Okay, well, we flattened the curve, but we've also lengthened it. So what does it mean to get past the curve? What does that look like? And you know, there's a version of this I wish would have happened. right? There's a version where I don't understand why the government restricted testing um, really kind of bothers me uh, they shouldn't have. You know, the the free market would be able to handle making sure that tests for stuff like this were good. I'm not sure how the government ended up being 100% responsible for that. Um, And I really hope that that changes in the future because this is bad. Um, You know, if you had a player, right, if you had somebody who was doing testing that was bad, you know, that would have been known and free speech would have put them out of business and you would have been able to sue for harm. Right, you would have had lots of opportunities to be able to make sure that, you know, that that was corrected across the market with the only the government being able to approve authorize and do medical testing this just doesn't seem to make sense to me anyway so if we had all the testing available the ideal way to return back to work would be you know if somebody had covid or was exposed to it and then had the antibodies they should be allowed to go back if we had the amount of testing that i would like then we'd be able to start doing that now we'd be able to start returning some parts of things to normal based upon people's ability to have those antibodies. We're not there yet. We don't have a robust testing policy. And so what this looks like is not going to be perfect. And we need to recognize that. You know, at what point do I go back to the building? You know, at what point does my work say, hey, we're gonna open the building back up, but we wanna limit the amount of people that are in there we're gonna run that way for six weeks. You know, that's, that's absolutely a potential plan, you know? What, at what point do concerts become normalized again? I bought concert tickets, you know, for later on in the summer, right? To help celebrate with my daughter's graduation. That's also probably not gonna happen until maybe later on in the summer, if she walks at all. And so we need to stop and look at ourselves and say, well, what does this look like? And some of this we're not going to be in control of, right? As much as we felt not in control of where we're at right now, we're also going to not be in control of a large portion of what this looks like as we start turning the wheels of society back on. And so we need to think about that. Now, for me, I have a great reference point. I've come home from three deployments and whenever I did that, my routine had changed, right? And and to this day, I'm still dealing with the consequences of that. So, for example, right, I don't manage the finances in my house. I just don't because there would be large swaths of time. We are in order to manage the household finances. I wasn't going to be around to do it. And the first deployment to Iraq was, I mean, we were at war. We didn't, we had mail, right, that we had to use. And mail took a month or more sometimes to get to us. And so, You know, my wife managed the finances during those windows of time and has kept doing so. As much as I've tried to be involved, there's so much and so complex and it's weird, right? It's been difficult for me to engage in that process to actually add value. And so, you know, like we have have these things that have become our routine now. We've been doing this for about three weeks, right? So we've developed a routine that existed or didn't exist before this, now that is our routine. And going back to our old routine took us practice and development and it took us effort. And getting back to that after this, right, isn't just gonna be like turning the light switch on, it's gonna be more like a sunrise. It's gonna be more like, okay, which thing do I turn on now? Which thing do I change now? And I drove the car into the driveway and then drove it back in, I was like, wow, I haven't driven this car for over a week and a half. Right, it's, it's things have changed, you know, Things have definitely changed. What does that look like? You know, what does it look like when we turn it back on? And I don't have the answer for everybody, but I can tell you to be patient with yourself, be patient with others. Their routines have changed also, right? So be patient with yourself and be patient with others and recognize those times. We, we talk quite a bit about that hashtag, it's okay to be new. We use that hashtag when we're dealing with something that's new and uncomfortable, that's challenging us. Returning back. To a a normal lifestyle is going to feel new and in fact we shouldn't even call it returning back right because we're not going to return to where it was in the past we are going to restore a different lifestyle we're going to have a different lifestyle and it's going to be new you know so we need to hashtag it's okay to be new as we walk forward into that new lifestyle what does that look like it's going to feel a lot like coming home from military deployment Don't try to do everything at once. Don't try to have, you know, your uh, expectations override other people's, you know, expectations and abilities and turn things on slowly. Plan on things changing slowly over time, set reasonable expectations for what this looks like as we move forward. So this isn't the most brilliant parking thought, but this is where my mind is at is what lessons can I take from coming home from a deployment, right? any of the three times I've done it and apply that to, you know, how we get out of COVID as a family. You know, what does that look like? Does that mean one of us starts working, you know, where we're interacting with folks? Again, keeping the curve low, right? But minimizing our exposure as a family, how do I manage that? I've never had to manage our exposure to other people as a family, you know, as a head of the household before. Right? What does that look like? How much exposure is reasonable and acceptable? Because we may not have the antibodies and I can't get tested for that, Right? so how do I know if we've been exposed to it and it's safe for us to go out or if we haven't been exposed to it and we're still in a population that could be impacted by this? I really don't want COVID. <coughs> The damage that it does, from what I understand, not a doctor, but the damage that it can do to, at my age to my lungs is something I would be living with for the rest of my life. So I don't want it, I don't want to be exposed to it. Yeah, I'd survive, you know, statistically speaking, I'd survive. But why do I want to go through that first off? And then secondly, why do I want to have to deal with potentially permanent damage to my lungs? That's a real thing. So what's the right amount of exposure? And these are questions that I don't want to be surprised by. So I'm asking them now and this is the reason why I'm bringing it up with you guys because I don't want you surprised by these questions either, you know, and I don't want you anxious about it either. Think it through. You've got time. The clock's still ticking. (laughs) We've got plenty of time to figure out how to dial up to our new normal and my guess is that your employer and your environment and the people in your environment will understand if your pace for dialing your life back into what the new normal looks like is going to be acceptable, right? I, I know lots of people who are patient and kind and they will likely be patient and kind with you as you thoughtfully execute your plan to return back to a new normal. And we'll do the same thing here. And oh boy, what great opportunities we have when we get to do this, like school. I mean, you know, I, my, my my 13 year old son, right? Junior high is hard, right? So my 13 year old son comes up to me and he says, dad, he says, the government shut down all non-essential buildings. And you notice that school was on the list. So school is non-essential. And he was telling it like a joke and he was absolutely right. You know, like school in a building isn't necessarily essential and we're finding that out now. I really hope that when we are establishing our new normal that we adopt more hybrid learning. I mean, after all, what learning and education is, is it's programming the neural pathways inside of somebody's brain. You do not need to be in a physical building to do that. In fact, a lot of knowledge comes from not being in a physical building to do that. And in fact, this device that I get to operate on and most of the world is grateful for the bubonic plague No oh, wait before you get all crazy on me let me explain the bubonic plague right caused Isaac Newton to not be able to go to school and that year that he was away from school and decided to focus as a self-learning individual right as a lifelong learner allowed him to develop calculus physics and all the other stuff that we have that we um, have really, I mean, we might have hated the subject of math, but I really love the consequences of it. You know, having these devices and having the technology we do today and having the society we do today all came about because Isaac Newton couldn't go to a physical school. How much curiosity and learning does school take out of people, right, by replacing it with structure? And how much of that can we get back to? There's some real potential here and it'll be so interesting to see how that evolves and works out and it may not happen perfectly, but the same thing that might happen at the schools can happen in your life. How much have you discovered about yourself and your family that will help you evolve and grow and develop that you get to take forward now? What stories are you gonna be telling out of this experience to your grandkids someday, right? About how you guys responded to this and what you did. You know in my family we get to talk about how we fasted as a family the whole 24 hours and what that meant for us um and how we felt strengthened during that time period spiritually to do that and how we've grown closer to a family and how it's always a good idea to have a couple more puzzles sitting around in the house for those times when you're just at home we're out of puzzles over here um and it's really hard to order them too well You know, this is a good place to finish this episode of Parking Thought. I hope that you can take these questions and bring them forward into your life to be able to find the pathway for you and your family to be able to walk into whatever your new normal is like and start thinking about it and discussing it as appropriate. All right. So that's it for this episode. Let's go ahead and finish off by saying if you liked it, share it with somebody. And if you want to go ahead and subscribe, you can find us on your favorite podcast app, YouTube. And um, if you are too lazy, head on over to parkingthought.com, click on the subscribe links and we've got all that stuff baked for you. In fact, we even revamped the website for parkingthought.com. I think it's a little cleaner, easier to find the content, definitely highlights the images better. Head on over there, let me know what you think. Um, There is a way to comment over on those things. And at the end of every episode, I get to say, challenge you rather, to remember in a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful?